The following content has been provided by New St. Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at www.nsa.edu. Well, your name is Gino. Yes. And my name is Francis, so you have an Italian name, I have a French name. But I think we have in common, although you're American, uh, we have in common uh, a lot of the history of wine. You are not just a winemaker, you're a Christian. Uh-huh. And that's a rare thing. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to uh, remind, remind each other how mm. wine is nothing new. Wine was in the Bible. Actually, there's a book that I have in France. It's called Le Vin et le Divin, Wine and Divine. Uh-huh. And that's a history of wine in, in religions, in Christianity especially. And so he goes way, way back. Noah, yeah. as soon as he... <laughs> the, the, the ark landed, but gr- grow some grapes and, yeah. and made some wine. Yeah. So we, and you know, in Europe, um, it's interesting how Italy and France uh, have been making wine for so long because the monks had to make wine because of the mass. Sure. And they are the one actually who master wine. So Europe has been so much ahead of the world. And to be, to be really true, they do make an amazing wine. Interestingly, we are in the United States. We are, you know, near Washington State, Oregon, California. I actually heard that every state makes some wine now. Yeah, just about, yeah. And I don't know how good it is, uh, but I know where some good American wine is. Uh, And, um, you know, my wife is American, so I've lived here in, in many times, you know, in the past. And I remember about 30 years ago, going to a grocery store in America, and there was three types of wine Mm. under the name Gallo. You know, there was the red, the white, and the pink. And that wine was so bad that I actually used it to unplug my my sink. Ah. I thought, this is not good to drink. Ah. Now, that's 30 years ago. And today, I have been going to Walla Walla, to Washington, Mm. uh, Oregon, uh, have some good friends who enjoy wine, and it's pretty incredible what we're producing here. Right. But you are doing something, looks to me, that is unusual. So tell me about how do you got into the kind of wine you're making mm-hmm. and the distinction of that, and then I may have a few more questions. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good, that's good. Well, I started making wine commercially, uh, as an amateur, I started making wine, and uh, uh, in my basement, you know, that sort of thing. Eventually it got, each year, each vintage got a little bit larger in quantity and eventually made a barrel of wine. And uh, and it came out pretty good, scored well. So Like how many years ago? Oh, that would have been 1988. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so the next year, of course, I had to go commercial, you know, and make one one vintage of of one barrel of wine next year I got to be commercial right <laughs> yes. so anyway uh, and in those days in Washington I was in Washington um, uh, really the only red grape that was really available was Cabernet Sauvignon and um, a little bit of Merlot and and uh, we were always scrapping around trying to find a little Cap Franc or, or uh, Petit Verdot, but that took many mm-hmm. years to grow. You're, you're right. Yeah. It, it, it's been a very, uh, it, 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 it took a little bit, but, but it's grown exponentially, the industry. 
both in the field and uh, with the vineyards and then of course the winemaking mm -hmm. and brought in a lot of talented people as uh -huh. well. Uh, but anyway, I grew that and then I moved to Oregon and started, I had the privilege of making Pinot Noir. Hmm. And maybe I should tell you a little story about that, but the, uh, uh, I had one of the best vineyards to this day, one of the finest vineyards uh, in the Ola Hills. It was the first one planted in the Ola Hills and it was already about 10, 12 years old as a vineyard and I was able to make wine from there um, as well as a few other places. But, um, uh, but the difference, and I'll tell you, the difference between making, um, say, Cabernet Sauvignon and Pinot Noir are night and day. Uh -huh. Okay, the um, uh, the to make Cabernet Sauvignon, I th I think of it as your children. Okay, and Cabernet is like uh, like a little boy, and so you say to uh, to the little boy, hey. Let's go run through that wall. Yeah, and, and that's kind of Cabernet. You just beat it up. You know, uh -huh. it just has a lot of tannin and so yeah. forth. So you just yeah. you just beat it up. Pinot Noir is a little girl. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you say, Ah, so what would you like to do today, dear? You know, and then you just follow it. And that was a great experience for me in winemaking. Instead of just imposing my will on the wine, now with Pinot Noir I had to retreat and I had to observe. That's and, good. and that starts in the vineyard and goes right through the whole process of making Pinot Noir. It's very delicate, yeah. it's beautiful, and, uh, and so I think that helped me later on to understand how to make Italian wines. Okay? Mm. Because the Italian wines, is, there's a similarity to both. Um, to both the Pinot Noir and to the uh, uh, Bordeaux, the Cabernet, Cabernet Franc. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, but Italian wines are kind of in the middle. Okay, they still have the tannin structure of maybe a, a Bordeaux, uh, but not as aggressive. But but still, but the especially Nebbiolo is all about perfume and, and structure through acid as well as tannin. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so. <coughs> Pardon. <coughs> so I started making Italian wines. I found some sources for Nebbiolo and Sangiovese that I liked. And this took many years because the, the industry is still very new in the field. Okay, We still don't know where the best places to plant mm. uh, this fruit is in Washington. Okay. And, and, uh, uh, but 20, 30 years from now, we're gonna have some fabulous vineyards and everybody's gonna be very bright and very mm -hmm. smart because they found a great place to grow Nebbiolo or to grow Sangiovese. Mm -hmm. uh, so I make the, uh, and in that process, going back to Italy, learning from different producers in uh, Piemonte region for the Nebbiolo and the Barbera, uh, and then in Tuscany for the Sangiovese. Mm -hmm. And then I came to discover for myself uh, the Venetian wines, that area of the, uh, what they call the Veneto, that uh, the city-state of Venice uh -huh. was part of, okay? And uh, uh, those wines that are truly world-class, there's a couple of them. Uh, one, of course, is what's known as the Amarone, 
and that was very attractive to me. And the other is the Rapasso. And uh, just a little bit about those uh, were, I, I was, the folks at Mazi were very, very helpful for years. I'd go back and forth, learn how they make them. And it's actually an ancient way. It's the apossamento method of drying the fruit and making the wine from dried fruits. We get pisatos, vinsantos, uh, marones. Those are all um, apossamento wines made from dried fruits, not made from fresh fruit. Mm -hmm. okay. So what we do is we follow the same, we use different grapes, but, but um, uh, we cut the cluster off very carefully off the vine and lay it out on mats and dry them for three and a half months okay, mm. in a cool shed uh, during the winter. Okay. It doesn't freeze, but it doesn't get very warm. Okay. Long, slow, quiet development. Mm. All right. And then, this is for the Amarone style, we call it seco pasa, and uh, seco being dry, pasa from apacimento. Okay. And then, we, uh, uh, after we dry it, we crush it, treat it like a regular wine, and uh, uh, come finish fermentation, and then we draw that off, draw the, the wine off of the uh, off of the skins and the yeast and the nutrients that are still left in there. And then we take, then we make another one from that, from what's left. Okay. Okay? And that we call, is called ripasso. Okay? Repass, and you'll see. So we take a fresh wine we had just made, like maybe a Sangiovese, that same vintage, and we repass it into the tank okay. with all of the goodness that's left from the Amarone. Okay. And it re-ferments because it's got some residual sugars, it's got yeast in there, it's got uh, nutrients, so it's got a lot going on. And, mm -hmm. and we'll re-ferment it uh, for maybe a week or two weeks, no more than that. And then we draw that off and that becomes our repasso. Okay. Now, what's interesting is these are the two wines that uh, New St. Andrews has uh, selected. They have a special selection of these two wines, the Rapasso and the Seco Pasa. And if I can kind of plug it a little bit, what we do is we work out arrangements. So if people would like to purchase that, and it has a special label on it as well, uh, New St. Andrew's label. And um, uh, then upon their purchase, then the, uh, we uh, uh, then give back to New St. Andrews. We donate that 25% of that back to New St. Andrews. So it's a good, it's a good opportunity for people to, mm -hmm. um, to do a good thing for mm -hmm. St. Andrews and at the same time uh, enjoy so something enjoy. that's very special because there's nobody else in America making these wines. Okay, so that was my, my point. You know, yeah. you are very unique in many ways. I tested your wine last uh -huh. night. And actually, you have two bottles here. Can we oh, yeah, show yeah, in yeah, and absolutely. show that in the camera? And this is the Ripasso. Yes. And that was really nice. And then, and that's the Seco, Seco Pasa, the exactly. second one. That's what you just described. Set, dry Apasamento. Okay. Uh -huh. And you know what's very unique? You are doing this wine, and I have been enjoying, I do, I do wine tour in Europe. Oh, right, that's right. And uh, I've been enjoying some Northwest wines. Uh -huh. I have to say uh -huh. that as I drank your wine yesterday, and I'm not making that up to make yeah. you happy, 
I yeah. told my wife, I said, honey, this is the best one I have oh. so far in North America. Yeah. So, and I thought the pairing with the Italian food was so, so smooth. Mm -hmm. so, so you are doing something unique. And NSA is really, really blessed to have that connection with you because that's a double blessing. They get to enjoy the best wine and you get to bless NSA in return. So I encourage you all to buy that good stuff here. But why, nobody else is doing that. Why are you the only one doing this yet? Maybe, I'm yeah, sure yeah. somebody's going to copy you. But oh, sure, no, no, and I'm copying the folks in Italy. If they yeah. hadn't been... We're all learning very, from somebody else. I'm learning, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, we all do. We all, we all borrow. Yes. Um, um, it, I don't know. That's a good question why others, you know, it's a, a lot can go wrong in the process. Uh -huh. and so it's a cause, you know, make some fairly costly mistakes early yeah. on. I've had one whole vintage that went uh, botrytis, you know, mold, yes. the rotted, everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. So you just throw it away. What are you going to do? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, and then you have to. When I said what I did about the uh, picking and all of that, that's very important. That it, I we we can't have. I just actually had, I just have uh, uh, middle-aged uh, ladies that are in some older ones do the picking because they have the motherly instinct mm. and they treat it very. And I tell them. Treated like a baby, huh? Mm -hmm. So they cut that with very one hand. They set it very carefully in the, in there. If I have the guys, they're very fast, and they do a great job. But man, it's <laughs> bum, 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 that's right. and I got breakage all over the place. Well, that's no good to me. Yeah. Okay, so there's a it's a expensive, labor intensive, yes. risky process. Yes. So that's probably driven people away from exploring or okay. going further with it. And then you have to put in your time. You have to learn, you yeah. know. And and uh, and I must say, the folks at Mazi, probably the premier producer in in, in the Veneto, of these wines, they were uh, unbelievably. They opened everything up to me. Maybe I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but they 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 let me help me in every way possible. And there was never a question. I asked. They didn't answer. Wow. So mm -hmm. that's why. Yeah. You know that that's how it works. And you know the, the American way has always been big, bigger is better. Yeah. And I think there is a paradigm switch there now, mm -hmm. where there is an awareness of the wine is not just grape juice fermented, mm -hmm. and and smaller amount yeah. and producing better quality. Yes. You know that's what they have done in Burgundy for so many years with right. this Pinot Noir. You know it's a s small lot, but they rather yes. have a little bit and make the best out of yes. it. And I'm, I'm picking up that that's what you're doing. Exactly. Too. That's exactly and what so you're doing. Right. This you're is right. something new that you're bringing to America, and I know others are doing that as well, right. uh, which sometimes explain it's a bit more expensive than the ones in, in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. But you cannot find that in the grocery store because no, no, no. you cannot really beat that. So I would say drink a little bit less, but get the better ones and enjoy it. Yeah, and, and uh, have, have, you know, you're not going to have every night, you know. Uh, Fifty, seventy-five dollar bottle right. of wine, you yeah. know. But uh, so there's a place for right. well-made, lower-end wines that you can purchase. And wine should be really part of our. It's it's good for us, mm -hmm. you know, in moderation. Huh? Where do we get that from? The Holy Scriptures, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. And and uh, somebody knew that early before America decided it was the right way. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so um, uh, so then you, um, uh, but then you can. In, grow in your enjoyment, and then a little more carefully made uh, 
small lots yes. and so forth. We only make a hundred cases, less than a hundred cases of this, and only about 150 cases of the Rapazzo. Yeah, wow. So okay. it's very small production, mm -hmm. but and, and you know people say, well, why do you do all these different wines? I says, well, because you can't eat chicken every night. You mm -hmm. know, you can't, you can't, you can't. You have to have variety in your life, uh -huh. and and uh, and not every dinner is the same, yeah. and not every. Sometimes these wines are more special occasion wines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so when you have a beautiful meal, you put a lot of work into. Mm -hmm. You maybe went to your class and learned how to make a, a special dish, and you want to have your friends and so forth and so on. Well, then you bring out a wine which right. is complementary and of the same elevation. Exactly. Okay. That's that's great, and I really like your analogy earlier about the Pinot being yeah. more like a lady and yeah, yeah. and the Cabernet. And, and how much? How would you say? You know, if let's say somebody wants to buy a bunch of your wine, uh -huh. just to have it, uh, uh -huh. does that age well? Oh, uh, this is the thing here in America. We drink these wines too early. Uh huh. You know. Yes. Yeah. No, my wines. I've. Oh boy, uh, I just brought out the other day uh, our two thousand um, Sangiovese, the first one I made. Um, for Sangiovese, I made it. So what's that, 15, 16 years? Mm -hmm. It was fabulous. Yeah. It was just bright and pretty, and it was mm -hmm. evocative. Um, so, yes, these wines are built for the long haul. So you so ideally want to lay... So that's an encouragement to invest now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To invest in and have a cool place, a dark place yeah, in the yeah, house, yeah, yeah. to keep it nice. Constant. So Yes, and then keep it about that way. Yes, yeah, so, you know, just so that it's make sure that it's touching the cork. Yes, yeah. So it keeps the cork moist. And okay, so and so if people say, hey, this is an investment for the future, for celebrations, sure. let's buy a bunch now because the older, the better. Yeah, oh, it'll, well, I look at it, it's, it's kind of like, again, like your children, right? Yeah. You take pictures of them, right? Well, you enjoy those snapshots in the development of their life, that's right? That's very good, yeah. And that's the same way you're doing with the wine. Yeah. Maybe you buy a half a case or maybe a case of, of, of uh, one of these wines. Uh, the Rapasso, by the way, will develop more quickly. Mm -hmm. The Seco Pasa much take much longer to develop. Okay. Um, but you can say maybe a year from now, you can have a bottle, okay? Mm -hmm. And enjoy it in the right environment. And then maybe in another two years or three years after that, have another bottle. And you'll see the progression. Yes. Huh? Yes. And each time, and, and that way you'll judge, because people say, oh, I don't want it to go bad on me and so forth. Well, if you do it that way, then you'll say, you know, it's time to, it's time it. to yeah. start drinking this yes, and having right. more friends. That's and, right. And, and have a good party. Exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's right. So, so yeah. and about that, not everybody has a professional cellar, right, and, mm -hmm. and stone line mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. So if you have a modest uh, collection, uh, an inside, not an outside, but an inside closet on the bottom is probably your best uh -huh. option. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, and you can grow it from there. And mm -hmm. if you have the time and money to invest in other wines, you can, mm -hmm. you can you can yeah. do that. Yeah, and there's a lot and, of you know. And interestingly, you know, and that's only the camera can see these uh, different flavors that you can find in wine. It's pretty incredible. This is a, a sample of <coughs> basically. Any wine in the world can have some of these flavors. And it's really fun, as you see, the wine aging, right. that you can go from one to another. 
Yes. You know, because oh, yes. you know it's more earthy. It's got more <coughs> tannin with time, and so you you know a young wine you're gonna have a lot more of the citrusy on the white, uh, or more berries, and then you're going to go down to some very significant changes, yes. which really is fun. You know, I I don't care to as we said earlier how people say, hey, um, uh, I just know so much about wine and it's become so much of a science that we're missing yeah. the real yeah. reason for enjoying wine. Yeah. And you know, people have different tastes. Yeah. And, and tastes change. My yes. tastes have changed. And so as people grow in, in tasting, and this is kind of fun as a group, you know, mm -hmm. wine yeah. club or something, to try to grow together. Yeah. You know, when you have this great wine like that, it's truly something that you can work together as a, as a group of friends sure. to enjoy yeah. something amazing with yeah. so much Look at this. I mean, talk about yeah, God's yeah. creation right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so much diversity, and yet it's to enjoy for our eyes and for our nose. Uh, you were saying earlier how the nose is important. Yeah, yeah. How you test your wine yeah. with your nose first. And, yeah. and that's what I did yesterday. I was yeah. smelling yeah, that, and I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. boy, in a few years, that's going to smell even better than that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's fascinating. You yeah. have a real art in your hands. Yeah. And... What a privilege that you are working with NSA now where there is that connections, yeah. where part of NSA is to remind students that all of it is God. Yeah. You know, nothing, there's nothing in this earth that doesn't belong to God. Mm -hmm. And as you were saying earlier, God is teaching you how to drink, mm -hmm. but enjoy. God is the one, it's all over the Bible, and enjoy it. You know, I like wine for communion. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and really, it's just a, a gift from God that we need to teach the young generation yes. how to appreciate that gift of God and how to, it's like a sport car, how to drive it too. Yes. So yes. Yeah, it's, right. uh, it's a, such, yeah. a, such a pleasure to have you and connected now with NSA. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you That's so much. Great. It's been a, a pleasure and we learn a lot. And, yeah. and uh, well, in French, we say, à votre santé, to your health. So, ah, ah, <laughs> to yeah. your head. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> right. New St. Andrews College, thanks you for listening.